Hello there, it's Peter from Nourishing Soulfully and you're listening to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. Now I am currently on maternity leave and whilst I'm on maternity leave I have scheduled up fortnightly podcast episodes taken from the archives of my two other podcasts. Nourish, Heal Your Relationship with Food and Eat, Move, Live Intuitively. I hope that you find this episode really valuable. Even if you've listened to it before, I really recommend having a listen again just because it can often bring up other stuff and we'll notice different things much like if we read a book again that we maybe hadn't noticed before. As always, if you could rate and review this podcast it would mean ever so much to me but what would mean even more to me is if you could share this episode if you found it valuable with others because this will help the podcast be found by many many more people remember you can also find so much content on the nourishing soulfully website and the blog at nourishingsoulfully.com and if you're fancying a little bit of self-development a little bit of self-care time and focusing on creating that self-kindness and self-compassion and getting to really know yourself, Elevate, the course in self-kindness is available as a self-paced course even whilst I'm on maternity leave. Head to nourishingselfly.com to find out more and let's delve into this week's episode. How do I learn to love myself? Reading this question aloud makes my heart ache. We know how to love others, and many of us may show that love in quirky and interesting ways, but we know what love is and how to give love. And yet, loving ourselves in a world that is set up to sell us things to improve who we are because we're just not good enough, how do we do that? In the UK alone, there are 480 searches per month by Google with the exact wording of the question, how do I learn to love myself? That may not seem like all too many to you, but over the course of a year, that adds up to 5,760 people searching for an answer to that exact question. And that's in the UK, a pretty tiny place in comparison to the rest of the world. And that being said, that's still 5,760 people too many. I'm Peter. I'm a certified intuitive eating and self-care coach and this is Eat, Move, Live Intuitively, a podcast for gentle prompts and guidance on self-kindness and living a more intuitive life. Let's delve into today's topic of learning to love oneself. Why do you love the people you love? I know it has absolutely nothing to do with appearance. You don't love your family or friends because of how they look. You may be attracted to your partner physically, but being in love with them will likely be attributed to their personality, their character, their values, the way they see the world and their actions. So firstly, if you think that once you look a certain way, you'll be able to love yourself better, let go of that idea now. You have enough proof that you don't love anybody else because of their appearance. A change in your appearance isn't going to enable you to love yourself. How do you let it go? Well, that's down to you and what works best for you. Maybe a mantra such as my love for myself is not dependent on how I look, which you revisit various times a day. 
journaling on loving yourself without it being dependent on your appearance may help. Having an open conversation with a trusted friend may do the trick. Looking yourself square in the eyes in the mirror and saying, my love for you is not dependent on how you look. However you do it, the path to loving yourself doesn't end there. It's not that easy and simple, though I wish it was. What is love? A question we've pondered for centuries. A question that has been sung about by Hadaway and what is love and foreigner and I want to know what love is amongst thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of songs exploring the concept of love. According to the dictionary, love is an intense feeling of deep affection. And poets have tried to answer this elusive question. For me, Untitled by Rupi Kaur defines love beautifully. Love will hurt you, but love will never mean to. Love will always play no games, because love knows life has been hard enough already. And when it comes to self-love, Becca Lee writes, and some days I forget what it is to be gentle with myself, how to look at myself with kind eyes and speak to myself with soft words. Forget that I am my home and a temple worthy of worship. You are worthy of worship and you are your home. My second question for you today is, how would you define love? How would you describe that feeling you have for those main characters in your life? And once you have found a way to describe it, or if you're unable to find the words, skip to the next part. Feel it within your body. Think of someone you love with all your heart. Feel that sensation of that love within. My next question for you to ask is, what is stopping you from feeling that love for yourself? Why do you feel unworthy of your own love? Is it that you're never, you've never really been taught how to love yourself? Have you been sold the idea from organisations and companies that you're just not good enough yet, but if you do this and that and a bit of something else, you will eventually get there and then you can love yourself? Has someone in your past shown you that you are, in quotation marks, unlovable? Because I promise you, you aren't. That is something I know for sure. The fact is, you are lovable. You are so bloody lovable. Have you just kind of lost yourself along the way and you're unsure of who you are and so you don't really know how to love that person? Or maybe it's something else entirely. Whatever your answer is, hold it in your mind for a moment. Is this answer true? Is it a fact? If you do feel that it is true, does it have to be true forevermore? Or can you forgive yourself and heal this relationship with yourself? Whilst your worth shouldn't be dependent on what other people think of you, when your self-love is low or even non-existent, it can be valuable to ask those you trust why they love you. I know that this is a really vulnerable thing that I'm asking you to do. Tread carefully and with caution, only approaching those you feel you truly trust and who know you as your true self 
those you can be completely yourself around and not worry about it. Ask them the following. I'm working on how I feel about myself to grow my confidence. My self-care coach has prompted me to ask those I truly trust and love why they love me. I was wondering if you'd be able to share with me why you love me. At the moment, I'm struggling to see what it is about me that is lovable, and this will help me to build a more wholesome perspective on myself. I appreciate you and all that you do within our friendship or relationship. I love you. Send it via email or text or voice message or ask in person. Fully take in what the answer to that question is. And feel free to ask more than one person. I'd say two to five is a great amount of people to ask and receive varied and interesting viewpoints. When you've done that, you're going to know what it is that others find lovable about you. Sit with those things. How do they make you feel? Do you feel seen? Do you feel validated? Note those things down in the notes app on your phone or on a post-it note and pop it somewhere you can revisit it often. We need to remind ourselves. Often we, we hold those words in about someone, about how we feel about someone, what they mean to us, what makes us love them. We forget to tell them or we don't really have the opportunity. And sometimes we don't share that until they're leaving. Maybe it's a breakup or, or maybe they are moving jobs or country. Or maybe it's after they pass away and suddenly we, we desperately want them to know what it is about them that made us love them. And we'll often see this with outpourings of beautiful words be that in cards or in speeches. But if you feel that way about someone now, please share it with them. Because the likelihood is as well, in doing so, you're going to make their day, you're going to show them what is lovable about themselves and support them with that. But the likelihood is that's going to be mirrored back at you. Those values, those things that you appreciate in that other person, It'll be like holding up a mirror to yourself and you will see some of those twinkling and sparkling inside of you too. Now you know what it is that others find lovable about you and what you find lovable about you, it's it's time to make a decision and then make a promise to respect yourself lovingly. To choose to love yourself rather than hate yourself. To decide that enough time has been spent judging yourself harshly, hating yourself, being unkind to yourself, and it's time to let that chapter in your life go and begin a whole new book. What does loving self-respect look like for you? Here are a few things that may mean that to you, and please do take what you need and leave the rest and add your own. Respecting your body and getting enough sleep. No more scrolling until 2am on your phone. Embracing a form of movement that feels good and brings you joy. No more punishing your body. Eating and enjoying foods that you find tasty and also sustain your energy levels. 
making a plan on how you can stop doing the things that make you unhappy. Life is too short. This plan may take a while to fully execute, but each time you check something off on that plan, you're respecting yourself and showing up for yourself. Saying no to others in order to say yes to yourself. Taking breaks, taking a holiday, taking time off when I'm well. Giving yourself enough time to do whatever it is you need to do. Stop rushing those ways in which you respect and take care of your body. There is no need to rush a shower. There's no need to rush your lunch. Make time for yourself. Knowing your voice has worth. Your opinions are valuable. Standing up for yourself over and over again. Being your own number one and saying yes to yourself and saving yourself every damn day. What does it look like for you to be your number one? And that doesn't mean that everyone else comes way down the line. It means that you're putting yourself up there with everyone else that you care about. And you acknowledge that your well-being is just as important as everyone else's. And when your well-being slips, it has a negative impact on all of those that you love. Self-respect may look totally different to you. Explore the idea of loving yourself and respecting yourself. Remember that love is humble and it is kind and it is not ego-driven and it's not about what it looks like to others, it is about how it feels to you. How does loving yourself feel to you and what does it take to show yourself love? This is how we learn to love ourselves. It's not something we can learn overnight. It's a journey. It takes time. It takes trial and error. And it's about doing the little things which, when added up, make a big difference. If you don't want to go it alone, it would be an honour to accompany you on this journey. So for more information on working with me, head to nourishingsoulfully.com. Until next time, be gentle, be kind. Remember, you're doing the best you can, always.